I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. All right, hang it out. It's already Thursday. I can't wait for a week from now. Taking deep dives into all of these props. I'm hoping we tomorrow on tomorrow's show, uh, Nick Ashey is going to be back co-hosting with me. He uh, joined me in the second hour of the program. If you missed that, make sure you go back, check out the podcast, have fun with him. Uh, he'll be here for all three hours tomorrow. I, I'm wondering if we're going to get some stories from Vegas because this is the night when they post all the prop bets out there. Uh, Superbook is, is known for doing this, and you have all the sharp bettors convene, and you get in line, and when you get to the front of the line, you can only make two bets, two bets. So all these guys and girls – they they come up with their own numbers and they show up and that's how they find out if their number is on it, if there's value in anything. And once you get to the front of the line, you can make two bets and two bets only. Then you've got to go to the back of the line. That's how it works. So it, it's a scene with a lot of the pros out there. I wonder if it's as popular as it always has been because uh, so, so you can get down in so many different places and, you know, it's it's a rush to be first and get as much action as possible. Or is it a rush? And people are just waiting around like, you know what, I want to see where this number, number settles in and then we'll post it because we know we're going to get action regardless. Interesting. So hopefully we'll cover some of that tomorrow on the show. Joe Ostrowski with you. This is BetQL Daily, weekdays 9 a.m. to noon on the Odyssey app, BetQL Network. Also, Twitch and YouTube for the people that want to check us out on video. So we've got Pebble Beach uh, starting. Jake Hassan, you're the other uh, the guy that's really interested in golf on the show. So, you know, I was looking at stuff yesterday. And I'm like, here we go again. You know, Jake Hassan, he gave out Zalatoris. And then I hear everybody talking up Zalatoris. So as I did more homework, the numbers are in McNeely's favor everybody's on McNeely. I feel like we should be getting a better number, but I think you're on it with the McNeely play. He's going to be there in the end, isn't he? I think so. I mean, he was second there last year. He basically grew up there. It does stink a little because I think it was 28 to one a couple days ago, and then it came down to 21. And now everyone's coming down because Zell Torres, obviously he's out. And then Berger withdrew yesterday. He was one of the top favorites as well, which is no real surprise because that guy looked so hurt at the State Farm Open. Like he looked so hurt. So that's not surprising that he withdrew, but he was up there too. And then he withdrew yesterday. So a lot of other guys came down. I mean, Cantley's at what now? Seven to one? That's insane. Oh, yeah. 
Well, Berger was the second favorite, right? Right. And so now you remove that. And like he says, Alatoris, the form was off the charts, didn't get it done last week, but maybe it was going to be his time. And, that, and now he's not a part of that. So you lose that 28, you're down to 21. Still worth a bet, right? Oh, yeah. 1,000%. I'm yeah. surprised, actually, because he was still at 21 yesterday when we talked about it. He was. So I'm surprised it hasn't moved. Because I thought I was, yep. I opened it this morning. I thought he was going to be in like 18, 17, somewhere around there. I mean, because you look right now, Spieth's at 17, Day's at 17, Tringali's at 21 with McNeely. Like, I thought McNeely would be in the te- the high teens. Yeah. Is, uh, you got the three courses. They're all, they're all fairly easy, right? It's not like yeah. a situation we had last week where one stands out, okay, th- this course is much tougher. Um, it doesn't sound like any of them really stand out numbers wise or history wise. Or okay, this is tough. If you have a golfer going on this course on day one and they have a slow start, maybe there's value on the live number. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can be the worst, most atrocious driver in the world and still possibly have it. Like me, or, me or you could tee it up and possibly hit fairway here. Like wow. you, you don't have to be great <laughs> off the tee, and that's why that's why I took a long shot on Denny McCarthy yesterday too. He's sitting at go. fifty to one on Fanduel right now. Uh, I got him at 66. If you look around, he's not great off the tee, but he's great around the green. And especially lately with his irons, that's what's going to matter. You could be awful off the tee here. So I'm I'm adding McNeely. I'm going in with yeah. you guys. I was reluctant yesterday, but I'm adding McNeely as the shorter number that I do like. And then McCarthy makes sense to me. Uh, Knox, Joe G talked about him yesterday. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hoagie's also at 50 and I'm surprised of Streelman's number. He's at Very, 40, yes. 46 to one. Can, I'm yeah. having tough. He's still 46 to one over at FanDuel. I'm having a tough time making sense of that. Uh, number two in strokes gained last six years at this very course. I, I expect him to be in the mix and matchup wise. He's going up against Kisner. I think there's uh that's a, that's worth a play there at basically a pick a minus minus one ten. Yeah, I I was also a little surprised by that Streelman number, just given his course history. Another yeah. long shot that actually I kind of liked that I saw earlier this morning, Aaron Ray. He's seventy five to one. He finished sixth last week. He's playing really well. Like I, I know he's not a name that anyone knows, but I mean no, it's so, seventy five to one. That might be I'll worth a shot. I'll I'll add this. Uh, better that I know that is the most successful golf better I've ever met. He sent me his plays, and Ray was one of them. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I might put that okay. in before the end of the show because I, I kind yeah. of like that. Yeah, yeah, Ray. That that's that's an under the radar, and we've seen some of these long shots come through at Pebble Beach, so that's worth noting. Uh, do you get do you get so deep in it that you look at Corn Ferry or LPGA? No. no. Or no, I'm not, I'm not that deep into it. Saudi started last night. I mean, the names playing there are ridiculous. Phil, did you see what he posted? No, I didn't. I didn't. Even Phil's get up calling out the PGA. Morning. Phil posted something. Uh, he posted something. Then he spoke to some news outlet or something. He said the PGA and their greed. I'm over it. So he's trying to start a new tour back by Saudi. Get out of here. Yeah, it's crazy. And then Brooks immediately commented, "Like Phil, not sure you're the guy that wants to be talking about greed here, my friend." Oh man. That's phenomenal. That's good stuff. Oh, man. All right, so we wanted to get those golf plays out there because Pebble Beach starting shortly. I 
it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. We're, we're going to do more and more golf coverage every single week here as we get closer and closer to the Masters and some of the, uh, the bigger tournaments on a weekly basis. But uh, we want to bring in our guy, Paul Aspen, because, you know, we touch on it during lightning bets, but I feel like we should cover it a little bit more. And we have some time right now. Paul is working on the Olympics, so he's so, so he's paying closer attention than than a lot of you. I I do hear from people. They as soon as we wrapped up our conversation with Eddie Gross, I mentioned we were going to talk about the Olympics, and he's like, "Yeah, I haven't because of the Super Bowl, the timing of everything, how the season was extended, uh, pushed back a week later. It's just it's just off the radar that it is starting right now, and you can bet on the Olympics. And there's probably some value on the board, right, Paul? Yeah. Um... I mean, there's so much, there's about half as much as the summer, which allows you to kind of, you know, lock in a little bit more. I'm not looking at stuff like hockey. I'll be honest. Like, I think it's, you know, I haven't really dove into it much, but I'm not even going to, I'd rather like kind of look around, have a little invest in some fun and some of the other sports so that, you know, it's a little bit more fun to watch those as well. Um, so I was on curling duty overnight, uh, just kind of getting the lay of the land with the mixed doubles. And Wait, did you on- request that? Or do you no, tell- no, it's basically um, with highlights, it's me and one other person, really. Um, well, a team, but you just kind of divvy it up. There's a night side and a day side on the night side and um, kind of divvy it up and go from there. But it was uh, it was a healthy, like, entry-level kind of load last night, like, consistent. Like, there was, like, three or four or five curling matches, some hockey, and – some downhill i guess the word is that like a lot of these the wind is definitely going to be a thing there's probably going to be some delays with the a lot of the skiing and that sort of thing uh Mm -hmm. with some of the courses so um it just seems like that may also contribute to why it is so wide open specifically on the men's side um so this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Let me ask you about curling, because you're paying close attention to that. If you look on Fandle right now, uh, Great Britain is plus 150 as the favorite. Canada plus 200. Sweden plus 300. Then it drops off. Switzerland, U.S. is the fifth favorite. Um, you can go all the way down to there are three that are that are at 50 to one. Just when you see those numbers and, and based on what you've seen so far, is there value? So I believe you're probably looking at what the men's side, those numbers sound like yes. the men's side. Yeah. Yep. Men's curling. So they're in, yeah, they're in mixed doubles around Robin right now. So it's basically male, female uh, teams of two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't really looked at that. I just kind of watched and observed. Uh, when you look at the men's side. Well, what about the, the, what about the mixed? What about the mix? Cause they've got this listed on FanDuel uh, Canada, Canada. Well, now great Britain is now the favorite that just flipped. Uh, they're both. Right about plus 350. Yeah, Great Britain's really kind of, I guess, made a charge with that, um, both in, like, the men's and also on, like, in the mixed as well. Um, and they've, at least on the men's side is what I was looking at specifically, you know, won, I believe, the European title. And that is why they're favored over a team like Sweden. Um, but I think I keep coming back to Sweden. And because they're a silver, silver medalist last time around. I just feel like there's a lot of value on them at that number. And they've got this basically the same team. Are you, are you talking men's, women's, or mixed? Men's. Or all? Men's. Okay. Men's. Yeah, specifically. Okay. And then um, what do I have on the women's side? I think right, who's – let me see. The favorite on the women's side is – And that, men, that men's curling number is plus yes. 300, the third favorite. Third yes. favorite. So see whatever yeah. you can find out there. And on the women's side, Canada plus 250, Sweden plus 270, Great Britain plus 300 really seems bunched up there. Yeah, and Canada is interesting because they had, I'm not sure if it was like COVID issues or what exactly was going on. I think it might have been that, but there was like some some late roster changes throughout, I think, the um, throughout the programs, like across the board on that. So um, that's, you know, they're historically usually pretty good. But I've kind of stayed away just because there's some uncertainty there. So I think okay. I'm just kind of using these first couple of days to kind of like see who kind of emerges a little bit and then kind of play off of it from there. But it, it was so I looked at the matchups for yesterday. And I just kind of watched. And mm-hmm. I think there were three underdogs that won outright. Really? Yeah. Like, and then was it, cl- was it close or significant underdogs? Yeah. Yeah. Like Australia was I believe favored over the U S and lost on the last throw. Um, and then like the U S against who was it? Um, they were against Norway yesterday. I'm sure they were an underdog going into that, but they were up six, three in the seventh end out of eight. And they lost 11 to six. Like they just totally collapsed. So I wasn't necessarily, you know, I was, busy with other stuff so i wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. keep an eye on the on the live markets but that would be interesting as well to take a look at okay so people that have heard you over the last few days you keep pointing us in the direction of the slalom every guest that we're talking to even off air you're like 
Slalom. Slalom. Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you so interested in that market? Just because, and it's perfect that we were talking about golf coming in. It just seems like it's so wide open from everything I've been hearing and, you know, looking at just because some of it's the conditions. And I think someone actually, you know, said yesterday, 15 different guys could win this race. 15. 15. That was the number that was thrown out. Wow. So how many are in it? <laughs> more, than, <laughs> more than that. But I hope so. Yeah. So, I mean, they're doing trainings right now. Like you've got some time to kind of see. And I, you know, I would, I would see what you'll learn out of that. Obviously some of the numbers will probably move with that, but that there are no uh, numbers, right? I haven't seen much this morning. Was it slow? Yeah. Where's that at? Depending on where you look, I know a place like I, I've seen them posted. At okay. Another place. I gotcha. I, I know when you say, but again, you know, we're, know exactly we're about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're a value show, though, you know. So, like that, something like that definitely perks. Yeah. Would you? Um, is it? Is it so wide open that you would take a handful of long shots and just fire? So I think, and you tell me if I've got the right idea. I'm basically trying to dodge favorite. Yeah. Um. So, like, maybe the second favorite is a guy I'm looking at, and then so at six to one. And then maybe three or four others so that, okay, if that second guy wins, you kind of break even. But you've got some bombs that you can throw as well. Okay. I see the women's slalom posted, but not the men's. You're talking men's, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. That's the one to keep an eye on, everyone. Keep a close eye on the slalom. Could could, uh, could find some pretty good value there. This is a BetQL Daily coming up next. We'll roll through our lightning bet. Bats. This is a BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.